I hope you guys all had a nice Thanksgiving. I'm going to welcome a new audience in this time. This is, for the first time, I'm going uh, the trifecta here. We're here on Instagram, or here on Instagram, here on YouTube, here on TikTok, all three of the platforms with a grand total of a couple dozens listening. But, you know, I figured we may as well go on all three. But you know what it's like? It's like when you see that girl you like at the party, that's who I got right here. And then if she's not into you, I got the other one that I kind of like right here. And TikTok is the lingerer. She's just kind of hanging out there. I allowed her in because I like her two friends, but... Hope everyone had a nice Thanksgiving. I uh, I struggled with the Thanksgiving rollover. I don't know if you guys experienced this Thanksgiving rollover. So Thanksgiving's obviously on a Thursday. So, you know, you obviously eat like a slob on Thursdays. And it's always acceptable to eat the leftovers on that Friday, right? All those Thanksgiving leftovers. But now it's Saturday. It's already the weekend. And you can't be expected to go into that Monday form. You know, when like the whole oh, diet starts on Monday, workout starts Monday. Well, now it's Saturday and you've already eaten for two days. So now the cheat meal becomes like a cheat day, becomes a whole cheat week and you're screwed. And that's what it's like. You know, Sunday football's on. You already ate like a slob for a few days. So yeah, you know what? Let's order a pizza and watch whatever the hell it is. So I've had to uh, really try to put in some extra time to clear it out, but it's not easy. I have my friend who every time he eats uncontrollably, like if if I catch him eating so much, and <laughs> you know what he tells me is the best line for it. So if he eats a ton of food, he just goes, yeah, man, I, I, I got to shock the body. You got to shock the body. That's what his claim is when he's eating, you know, a a full Sicilian pie and then having cannolis afterward. He's shocking the body as if he's been so entrenched in a workout regimen that the only thing that's going to make the planets realign is if he shocks it so much to the point where he eats a full Sicilian and cannolis and Napoleons. Yeah, that's what you got to do to to get everything back in order. Shock the body. It's such a hilarious... Yeah, this whole country is in a constant regimen of shocking the body. It's just a continuous shock. So I've been taking a few days to try to, you know, kind of nullify some of that work, but it's not easy. You know, this is... It's the most miserable time of the year. And I, look, I I hate to say it, and I understand, like, it sounds bad, and, and trust me, I'm not a Grinch, nor do I encourage... Uh, Grinch tendencies, but it is not easy to get going in December. Like, what, what? Tell me, what other than Christmas Eve and Christmas moves the needle in December? It's cold. It gets dark at three twenty-five. People don't go out. We already touched on this. People do not go out on uh, in the middle of December. I told you the last day cuffing season officially ended on Thanksgiving Eve. That was your last chance. It was the last chance saloon, literally and figuratively, to go scrounge someone up. Because now what are you going to do? You're going to go out? You're going to be one of those uh, uh, December go-out people? You know who goes out in December? It's the Black Friday versions of people. That's who. From right now straight through to February, if you go out... And like you're looking out at the dance floor. That's that's all. It's like on TikTok over here. It's an MLS roster. These aren't real soccer rosters. It's an MLS roster out there. All the real leagues, they just ended. And now they're running these MLS players out there calling it soccer. No, it's not soccer. And the people who go out in December aren't real people. They're the Black Friday TV. You know, those the ones that have like one HDMI input that couldn't sell. So now 
you know, they're on the back of a PC Richards catalog, otherwise known as Bumble. <laughs> and that actually naturally brings us to our scam of the week. It's a scam. That's a scam. What a scam that was. So this was all a scam, huh? It's the Black Friday Cyber Monday TV scam. You know, you save $1,600 on a TV that nobody wanted, and it's really the only way they can get it off the shelves. Like, the TVs you see on the rack during Cyber Monday, going back to Bumble, they're the 34-year-old divorcees on Bumble. Oh, yeah, let me tell you, you got yourself a great deal there. One HDMI input, like I said, you hit Smart TV, and it takes 15 seconds just to register that button, so then all of a sudden, when you're searching for someone on YouTube, M. Y. 78 minutes just to type in your search and it nullifies the whole TV. Then you get one of these TVs, these Cyber Monday TVs, and then you go back a week later to check the price just to make sure that you got a good deal. And what happens? It's literally cheaper than it was on Black Friday. And so you really end up getting screwed in the end. Honestly, the the Black Friday TVs, you go back, you check the price, and it's kind of like on Facebook Marketplace. Like, you know, ever see Facebook Marketplace? Someone tries to get ballsy and sell you on a wooden rocking chair that's been sitting in their living room for God knows how long. Trying to say, oh, rustic rocking chair. No, it's actually just a piece of shit rocking chair that you want somebody to come there, pick up, and then you greedily are asking for money, $150 for some crusty rocking chair. But then you know what happens. Two weeks go by. Then we see that big red line through the middle down to $100. And then we wait another two weeks and we see another red line and it's marked down from 150 to the price that it always should have been and that's $15. And then at that point, you should never be uploading anything for $15 because you don't want people knowing that you really need $15. It's like being caught at Coinstar. I told you about that. It's fine if you need to go to a Coinstar, but you have to send in some henchmen, send in some decoy. You can't be caught at a coin star because you know how it works. You're going to be there. Then the one person, the last person you wanted to see, they're going to be right there spotting you use it. Same type of thing. If you're selling a wooden rocking chair on Facebook Marketplace for $15, there's a whole roster of people talking about you somewhere. Every, you know, you, man, you see Dan, man? He's selling wooden chairs on Facebook Marketplace for $15? Man, what happened to him? <laughs> so, so look, you can do it. But you got to have your alternative routes, okay? So that's the Cyber Monday scam. But let me roll that into a second TV scam. And this is the top shelf TV scam where you go into a place and they try to kill like, you need a TV. And then they try to convince you how much you need that new state-of-the-art TV that you actually don't even know how to properly get the best use out of. And like they keep coming up with new names to get your attention for decades now, literally for decades. Like at first, oh, you gotta get the plasma TV. Oh, plasma, no, no, you gotta get the LED TV. Let me tell you something, you need that new 3D curved inward TV, 4K, UHD, OLED. Meanwhile, I walk into every person's house and what do I see? They have the old cable box hooked up to the TV, which means they're getting max 1080p out of their TV, which can display an 8K. That's like having a futuristic sex style that can perform a blumpkin on you, and instead you ask it for a lefty hand job. That's what most people are with TVs, getting those lefty hand jobs when they can be getting anything straight off of Urban Dictionary. Just pick a city, name a term, and you can be getting that. But no, most people, what do they do? 
they get that lefty hand job from the futurists. <laughs> That's what they do. The PC Richards lefty hand job TV use or what most people are doing. I mean, the majority of people, it's because I know that kind of stuff. Like I know how to go into the settings and calibrate the TV, but the majority of people, they can't even fix the video game lag, let alone maximize the features of an 8K TV. Maybe these scumbags over here on TikTok, it's the one good thing because they're young. Maybe they kind of know how to do it. But for the most part, when your average person goes into the settings of a TV, they're effectively a cheerleader looking under the hood of a Cadillac. And yes, I know, I know. Yes, TikTok, it's 2021. Plenty of hot cheerleaders under the hoods of Cadillacs, like Megan Fox and Transformers. I'm just painting a picture. You get what I'm trying to say, okay? People, like, in their TV settings, all of you, you know it, it's fine, but you have no clue what you're looking at. Like, if I were to, if I were to tell you to go into the settings and adjust something in the advanced settings on your TV, I'd come back, the 4 by 3 is stretched out, you know, what you're doing, everything looks all out of whack, I was just at my uncle's house for Thanksgiving and they had the Cowboys Raiders game uh, right on the TV. And, you know, like they have that version of cable where I guess it's like what I'd say eight to 10 years old, where if you go to channel two, it will show you channel two, but it's actually the standard definition version of it. And the corresponding HD version is on like channel 7002. So if you go to channel two, the HD version 7002. If you go to channel five, HD version is uh, 7005. And I'm looking at the TV and he's just watching the Cowboys Raiders, a 2021 NFL game in full 1993 480p. And then, and then you know what's going to happen on Black Friday? He's going to walk into, I don't know why I keep saying PC Richards or Best Buy. Because I always picture those PC Richards people haunting you because they really, really, really need that sale. You know, Best Buy, maybe, like, ah, they got some floaters. But I feel like one TV sale keeps PC Richard alive for the month. So they're, they're thirsty for a sale in there. So when you go into PC Richard, when my, uh, my uncle goes into PC Richard and that guy is able to convince him that he should be watching the NHL playoffs in 8K. Meanwhile, he's watching them in standard definition. It's absurd. And, and to that extent, why why are companies even putting my uncle in the point where he can make the mistake of putting it in standard definition? Why are they offering standard definition channels inside cable boxes? Like, who's voluntarily bypassing the steakhouse channels for the McDonald's meat? channels <laughs> you know the only thing uh more perplexing than that uh, is pay-per-views and i'll never forget this i will never forget this i'll never forget when floyd mayweather fought manny pacquiao it was the it was the most sought after fight people were waiting 10 years for the floyd mayweather manny pacquiao fight and it finally came together and my friends and I, we all got together and watched it. And you can look this up. They offered the fight. It was a record at the time for $99.95 for the pay-per-view. In HD, obviously. Then I remember when we had to select it, it gave us the option to purchase the same fight in standard definition for $89.95. No, no, not $49.95. So to go down from HD to standard definition was a $10 difference 
That's like purchasing Flakes Frosted at CVS for three seventy-five, and right next to it, you're looking at Tony the Tiger standing there with his finger up, saying, "Hey, great for three ninety-five," and bypassing on Tony to get the three seventy-five Flakes Frosted. There, you know what? I would love a list. I, I'm gonna call Showtime or whoever the hell it is, see if I can get a list of every last person who purchased that fight in standard definition. I want to know for a few reasons. Number one. They're never coming to my wedding, those cheap bastards. And that's really something for me to say. But number two, I would also sell that list of people who purchased the standard definition for $10 less to like those people tucked away in Africa who call you up with some scam telling you that, you know, you're in jail and that whole thing. And then number three, I want the list of people who purchased the standard definition version of a boxing pay-per-view to present in the instances where I need to like prove a point that people cannot be relied on. Like, for example, yo, dude, you, you got to trust me. They're going to tell you one in four people have STDs, but they're lying to you. Trust me, it's they're, it's a scare tactic, so you wear condoms, and trust me. No, oh, dude, they would never do that. People would never believe that. And then all of a sudden, I bring out the actual confirmed list of people who purchased Floyd Mayweather versus Manny Pacquiao for eighty nine ninety five in standard definition. Go, no, no, people will do just about anything. You know, it turns out people were probably right to even save the $10 because there wasn't even a fight to watch, if you could remember. But anyway, going back to what I was saying earlier, it's the most miserable time of the year. Because uh, in reality, most people have come to realize it's December 1st now that you haven't met your goals for the year. And to borrow a line from Bill Burr, I remember hearing this a couple years back on his podcast, it's December, and now you're looking to run the two-minute drill on a good year. You're trying to run that hurry-up offense and cram in a good thing or two so you can convince yourself that this year oh, was actually a success. Let me tell you, don't even make a New Year's resolution, okay? I stopped with that years ago. It's like that old, uh, I guess this isn't old, it's uh, one of these ass meme accounts uh it was their bio i can't remember which one uh i'll, I'll always just say daquan that's always my favorite name just a, a faceless meme person uh in the in the bio that old you can't have an std if you never get tested well you can't fail a test that you never even took and you can't bail on a new year's resolution that you never even made you know what you should do <laughs> you know what you should do create a new year's resolution and then Give it up for Lent. <laughs> you know? What'd you give up for Lent? And then just name your New Year's resolution. Speaking of religions, I think Hanukkah started. I, I, I feel like I've seen Hanukkah at the end of December. I've seen it in the middle of December. I guess they rotated around the month. Um, the only reason I kind of know that is because it's one of those holidays that automatically gets input on your calendar. So if you opened up your iPhone calendar, you go, oh, it's Hanukkah. I gotta say, I like their approach. You know, you got this nine-day holiday. December's pretty miserable. You kind of just chopped away half the month. And for for the Jewish folks out there, I don't know how I never asked. I had Jewish roommates. I grew up in Long Island. I went to school in Boston. I lived in Los Angeles. I never I never got the Hanukkah breakdown. I wanted to know how do they roll out the gift schedule. 
Like, did they start you with some weak-ass shit, like in WrestleMania, where they start with that first match? It's like, ah, oh, nobody wants to watch this. Is that, like, what the first day of the gift is? Is it the stocking stuffer equivalent? Like, when you get the socks and the underwear, and then even though you would theoretically use the socks and the underwear, if you're a low-socks guy, the socks are always to your thighs. I don't know why. I don't. Who is purchasing those massively high socks now? I don't know how those always end up in stockings. Maybe that's just me. Um, but, like, in Hanukkah, do they start you with trash, or do they really want to get you in on the holiday? Like like that last UFC pay-per-view where Justin Gaethje fought Chandler, and everybody was hooked, and then they kind of drowned everyone out and got them back in towards the end. You know? I would imagine Hanukkah, the middle, uh, that middle gift's got to be big. You know, when you look at the menorah, like, it, it sticks the middle, <laughs> sticks, not the middle finger, but the middle candle up at you. Got to imagine that's the big day. Day number five? It's eight. It's... Wait. Eight day. Oh, wow. I don't know the Hanukkah days. I thought it was nine. Or is it seven? Well, unfortunately, I wasn't paying close enough attention. But happy Hanukkah uh, out there to uh, the Jewish folk. Like Sebastian Maniscalco said, there's a weird connection, I think, between Italians and Jews. He said, same company, different department. You know, I don't know, big noses, loud moms, probably why we get along. You know, my whole life, and I'm just being real with you, I've yearned for a blonde like Pamela Anderson in Baywatch. I've always wanted a California blonde to be into me. But instead, God decided to make nasally Jewish girls into me instead. Hey, but I'm not greedy. I'm not, some people are desired by a grand total of no one. So, you know, you take what you can get, but, you know, you can always still (laughs) hope for more. Speaking of taking what you can get, for years I've spoken ad nauseum about how impossible it is for a regular guy, and I really don't know how you want to define the term regular guy, but for like a non-established person or entity to be discovered on social media. Like you're, you're just some guy with ties to nobody. And I've told you the the wars you got to fight to try to be discovered on there. I've even done, you know, topics about all the tricks that people use, all the scams people use to try to fake it. And then, you know, when Instagram knocks one out, then they come up with a new one. They got a real interesting one recently. I don't know if you guys have noticed this. I, like, I don't know. You know, I was perplexed to know that every single moderately attractive girl has dozens of feet picture uh, requests in their inbox. I was shocked to learn that. I understand maybe hot girls, but anybody four and above theoretically gets dozens of feet picture requests. I'm still, that one still is tough for me to take. However, what they do now, I don't know if you've seen this, but you'll get a DM from an account. And if you looked at the profile picture, it looks relatively normal. Kind of just looks like, like a generic picture. There's nothing that would stand out. Like, oh, look at this bot. And they say to you, they say something along the lines of like, oh, dude, cool page. You should follow so, and, you know, maybe your comedy account can grow. So what they do is they tell you what account to follow, meaning this person is just a decoy henchman account, like created on behalf of this other account that they're trying to trickle people over to via the DM. So like they're hoping I go, oh, this random person I don't know who doesn't follow me just DM'd me, and he's looking out for my comedy uh, uh, prospects. He cares about me. And you know what? I'll follow this account that this guy I don't know suggests. Well, they're hoping that you send out 
5,000 of those, you get a couple hundred followers. It's a huge win. Because who knows? If I was 17, maybe I'd be like, oh, well, you know, uh, what does it hurt? But no, what they're doing is they don't want the account that they're trying to promote there to have somebody like me screenshot it and then do a full hour segment about how much of a scumbag this is. So what they've done is they've created these lemmings. I don't know if you know what they are. You can look them up. They're these little things that go in a line. Nintendo, hey, 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 hey. And if you just get rid of them, the rest of them, hey, hey, hey. So they don't care how many get taken out or, or if you report them for spam. This is what they do. They're sending out a bunch of lemmings trying via the DM to get people to follow some other account. Some other account, you know, some new t-shirt brand. It's a real sneaky one. Never be surprised, though, at the amount of scum. These people are cockroaches. How come we still don't live in a place where you make good stuff and then that's the stuff that rises? Cream doesn't rise to the top. Scum does. That's what I should name this episode. Not shock the body. It should be scum rises to the top, but that will flag the systems and you know how that goes. And then a second side note, like I'll mention for a third time, I'm live on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. If you're one of these people, there's been many doing the kind of dance between Instagram and TikTok. I want to let you know you can have as many followers as you want on TikTok. No people see your stuff. I have like 6,000 followers. 6,000 followers, upload a video, two likes. And trust me, I'm a self-aware person. I know if something's deserving of two likes. They just have this, the way their system works is, oh, you can follow someone. We're not showing you their stuff. <laughs> it's pretty, uh, it's pretty fascinating. For those of you keeping score at home, I've told you about the Instagram battles for the last couple of months. I told you that they deactivated my account. And then through my bunker work, I was able to get it reactivated. But then they started limiting my features. Like they wouldn't allow me to upload one minute reels. And I told you two weeks ago that I figured out a way to upload 60 second reels by uploading them to all accounts by attaching my fantasy football podcast, uploading them to both and then removing from the other. Well, now, like literally there's somebody assigned to Andy. The Andy guy got pissed off that I figured out a workaround and now they removed my feature and ability to upload reels to two accounts at the same time. Honestly, I got to say, it's not even upsetting at this point. It's more so funny. Like it's more so funny that they're not getting rid of me. They're allowing me, but they don't like that I keep landing these counter hooks on them. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not happy that I took a round on them. Like, you ever see, like, you know, Khabib uh, Nurmagomedov, if somebody, like, you know, that he heard that, like, Connor took a round on him and he just went nuts and ended the fight instantly? That's what's going on there. They're getting pissed off that I'm figuring some workarounds here. And here's another idiotic thing. Let me tell you how these people screwed you. Instagram now, they've obviously done that thing where they do where, oh, wow, there's this other app that's kind of waxing us called TikTok. Let's just kind of scrap the app we have and make everything look like it's TikTok. I'm sure you've been watching random videos on Instagram now and you kind of see they got the three icons on the side. It feels like a fake TikTok. I mean, you can't blame them. They did the same thing when they created stories. We're like, well, they got that. Let's just kind of shuffle up and deal with the new system. But I'm sure... If you guys notice this, if you watch a video, you watch a video on Instagram, it's going to show you approximately the first, you know, 40 to 50 seconds, and then it just stops. It just stops the video, and it says, continue watching. And then you click continue watching, and it brings you back to the beginning of the video. So then what do you do? You go, ah, forget this, and you just go to the next video. 
You mean to tell me they spent all this time trying to trying to duplicate TikTok and come up with this and they couldn't figure out the simple thing of when you enter the video to continue it from where it left off after the 50 seconds? And I know it's happened to you because I saw it happen to my friend and I saw him. I, you know, I knew it was going to happen. I saw him watching a video on Sunday. It was before the game started and I watched it get to the end. And then I saw it and he didn't enter it. He just scrolled to the next one. So how about so had there's some feedback for you, Instagram, because you know who that screws. Not these TikTokers over here who's, you know, their video, their average videos are four seconds. It's me. My minimum videos are like two minutes. But whatever. Let's talk about a little more of the fun part of Instagram. I once told you about a youngster I encountered who was 18 years old. I believe he was a senior in high school, visiting a friend in college, met a girl while he was out, and they hit it off and fooled around a little bit. And then he told her that he went to a different school because, you know, if he goes, uh, I'm in high school, it's over. So you can't blame this kid. So when she requested him on Instagram, he literally had to bleach every single picture that would have indicated that he was in high school. He hit that archive button, you know, that allows you to bring it back. So like when he accepted this girl's request, all that was there was like one picture of him like holding a surfboard doing the shaka. That was his whole Instagram profile. But this time around at Thanksgiving, let's just say uh, a younger family member college uh, college freshman he was talking to or he is talking to a college senior and he, he a- anticipated um, you know what I'm not gonna say this basically somebody I know is in a predicament okay let's just say how about this how about this I'm gonna move it off to the side Supposedly, girls hate when their boyfriends, and I obviously can understand this, uh, follow a bunch of thoughts on Instagram, you know, as they say, like Instagram models, because it just it looks bad. Well, I propose that the same way you can control who sees your story, you know, like you can literally exclude people from the story. You should be able to do that with not only your posts, So that kid, for example, he should have been able to choose which posts are seen by whom. And not only that, you should have a public following list and then a private following list. So that way, if you have a potential mutual, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's say, (laughs) let's say your girlfriend absolutely despises Instagram models. I mean, I do too. Not despise. I don't particularly care for them. (laughs) Um, But you should be able to control who your girlfriend or whoever or your mom, who they think your followers. Like your followers should be like, you know, the the New York State DMV and, and three of your friends. That should be your public followers list. People shouldn't be privy to your followers. I mean, and we already know that they're cool with doing all this sneaky stuff. You can hide so much. They allow this. They allow you to restrict people, meaning some person thinks that they're commenting on your profile, getting all these big comments in, but little do they know, nobody's allowed to see it, but they're allowed to see it. So look, there are sneaky people working behind the curtains at Instagram. They, they, they should think about implementing these features. Like I said, don't think this is me wanting this, okay? I already told you. 
Many times in life, I come with the handshake, and you can ask anyone who spent time with me, but every single time, people got to draw the sword on me, so I got to draw the sword. I thought the red receipt was there so that in an instance where you send somebody and you know it says red, okay, you know what? He saw, I told him that the key is under the rock next to the pool. We're good. But no, no, what do they do? No, the red receipt becomes a primary weapon to drive a stake through someone's vampire heart. Like I said, red receipt. You want to have good intentions. People use it for nefarious purposes. I literally had to create, I know my buddy Alex loves this one, but I had to create a style of modern defense just to get by. It's called the screenshot prevent defense. I've touched upon this, but the screenshot prevent defense is where you have to make sure every sentence you type to anybody, to anybody, your friends, a girl you're hanging out with, every sentence you type has to be worded in such a way that if it was forwarded to some little shit intern at the Washington Post, that that shitty little intern has to respond, eh, ah, that one's not good enough to write an article, not good enough to get a click. Got anything better? And the answer should always be, no, I don't have anything better. Your whole everything you say, that message cannot be used against you at a later date in a theoretical court case. You know, you have to act as if the FBI has your phone tapped. And let's be honest, we all know that it already does. All right. I just I uploaded that story yesterday of Siri just basically saying, yeah, you know, we send all the words that you put into the. Yeah. Then today, I received a, a class action settlement from Zoom saying, ah, yeah, we got caught giving all your data to someone. Ah. Oops. I mean, you probably didn't even see this email, and you're not going to fill out the form to get your free $25, and we're going to end up keeping most of the money from the lawsuit. But oops. Oops. Like, this is the way it is. This is the way it is. Who knows? One day, I may have to draw the sword on social media and start using absolute garbage clickbait thumbnails that you see on YouTube, you know? Like uh, I've told you about the, if you get a chiropractic adjustment, the thumbnails of a guy literally having his neck, like, you know, in a noose taken off. <laughs> oh, man. And then also, you won't have to make, you, Kevin Durant won't have to make 15 burner accounts, Okay. <laughs> and I think that's I think that's just about enough for me I can feel the parched nature of my words and my lips are starting to chap and I know it's an inevitability of speaking at this rate for like 45 straight minutes but man when I have cotton mouth and I watch back at, you know afterward I'm so disgusted maybe that's why I don't have the DMs because somebody goes to one of these videos and they see my 45-minute mark cotton mouth and they say, nah, not for me. Thank you guys for joining, even you bums on TikTok. Uh, you know, maybe I'll think more of you one day, but we're clearly not at that point. Check out the podcast. Let me go across here. On YouTube, you get the full podcast. Instagram, the link will be in my bio. TikTok, the link's in my bio. And uh, I'll really appreciate it. Thanks so much for coming by. You know, try to make the best out of December. Happy Hanukkah. I hope, uh, what is it, day two, day three? You got a big gift coming tomorrow. Hopefully it's nice. You can give me the Hanukkah gift of sharing some of uh, my clips and sharing some of my stuff with friends. But you know, I, I grew up in a place where 
there's no such like oh i actually won this thing no you didn't you didn't win even if you show me the winning ticket you show me the winning hand you did not win why because good things don't happen to people so you know i don't expect you to do favors for me but i really would uh i really would appreciate it does you know at, at this point it's the only thing that helps accounts grow because as you guys know better than anyone i'm back to 30 second reels so, you know, you're the only ones who can help. Thank you for coming back. I appreciate it. I think I'll be able to do one next week. It's going to have to be early. Uh, it's going to have to be probably a Monday. It'll probably be a Monday. I, I know I'm going to take off one of these weeks. I keep saying that, but I got too much to say, man.